back to Cloud Tech Talks, your go-to cloud podcast from Amidus Technologies. As I promised, here I'm back with Mr. Chetan Walia to continue on the topic Cloud Native Microservices Practitioner's Approach. Hello, Chetan. Welcome back. Yeah, hi, Sindhu. How are you? I'm good, Chetan. Great. Doing great. Thank you so much. So let's continue with the, with the topic, Chetan. So we were discussing about uh, what are all the benefits of adopting microservices architecture and so on. So can you share some real world examples or case studies where cloud native microservices have significantly impacted an organization's development and deployment so we can easily relate to it? Definitely, definitely. Uh, so basically, you know, uh, for our younger audience, uh, let me take up example uh, where they can relate it more easily. Uh, let's uh, take an example of Snap. Uh, Snap okay. is the company behind Snapchat. And uh, I think nowadays with over 300 plus million uh, users, right? And doing millions of transactions per day. Uh, it's, it's a big success story, right? And they started as a startup, opting for a cloud as a platform. Uh, they opted for uh, Amazon as a platform to start with. And eventually they moved to the microservices design. When they, they saw the volume, uh, they need to scale up. They opt for okay. cloud with cloud native microservices. They are using uh, Amazon EKS, which is Kubernetes, for secure, fast, and highly scalable microservices infrastructure because then you can deploy ports and all. Uh, you will have much better scalability. Uh, they are using Amazon DynamoDB for enhanced scalability and performance of database. That again is a very powerful tool and database uh, to use uh, in these kind of scenarios. They have implemented CI/CD workflows uh, so that they can, you know, they can create immutable images. They can deploy new releases quite freely. Okay. And plus, in addition to that, the way they have implemented the microservices, they created services. For example, things like. Uh, for a real-time image processing, there is one service. For user authentication, there could be another service. For message delivery, there could be another. So in case there is okay. a downtime, there is an issue with one of the service, it will not impact their business. Uh, so it's, it's being considered to be a great success. And the key point here is uh, it, uh, it's good for the companies which are huge in size. At the same time, it's a great tool for someone starting new. A startup, it's a great, great I would like to share another key example here, right? Mm -hmm. I, th I think the people will be able to relate it uh, even better. We have all been through uh, the COVID crisis. Yeah. And uh, many of us got uh, this COVID vaccination as well. Yeah. So this COVID vaccination platform has been designed in, you know, at a very fast pace on cloud. So the bait has been designed using microservices. It's being designed to do a complete end-to-end -end vaccination administration for 1.3 billion Indians at that point in time, right? And then simply linking it with Aadhaar, which is our UIT. It's a great example how, how you can automate things, how you can you know, seamlessly register and you know, the appointment booking for 1.3 billion people. And this cloud native architect allowed it to scale up as and when required to ensure that the platforms remains available and responsive during the peaks. 
uh, it's been amazing. You know, when they launched on the first day itself, there are thousands of registration within first one or two hours. Wow. Great. So if microservices can cater to the needs of 1.3 billion Indians, definitely it could fit into any uh, requirement of the enterprise. So uh, this clarifies why companies like Spotify, Netflix with massive traffic leverage microservices for different features like one for music recommendation, one for playlist management, uh, one for user authentication. You know, personalized recommendations will become easier, make sense. Chetan. So, Chetan, we have discussed about the transition from one architecture to the other. So, what do you see as the key principles for cloud migration in general? Right. So, one thing is that, you know, uh, when we were talking about the previous examples, like SNAP or the COVID vaccination and so many uh, companies and industries uh, adopting for this uh, latest technologies. Okay. The reason, key reason behind it, you know, that the competition, your customer, uh, is a click away from your competition. That's the basic thing, right? Uh, so if you are not innovating, someone else will come and innovate. Uh, so oh. that, you know the key, you know that obviously you don't have one option. You have to, you have to move forward. Uh, when you opt for a cloud migration journey, you know the key principle is a good question because you know people, you know the point is if you have to fail, you need to fail fast. So you need to plan those key principles and test them uh, before you roll it out for the complete enterprise. The first key thing, you know, I was there in a NASCOM conference around two years back okay. and uh, and specifically designed around cloud. The key three things they have discussed is cloud, cybersecurity, and collaboration. So with cloud, okay. the cybersecurity is going to be the key. So in your key principle, you can say the cybersecurity or security first, so what you need to do is you need to ensure that you need, should be able to secure your network. You need to protect your data, whether data in transit or data at rest. You need to control the access. So all those things around security, you need to make sure you have a blueprint ready, which will be rolled out for each and every applications migrating to cloud. Second key thing would be monitoring and optimizing the workloads for post-optimization, okay. right? One, before you even move to cloud, uh, you need to see if there are opportunities to optimize the workloads, whether going for some of the open source technologies, for example, Oracle to Postgres, uh, Unix to Linux, or even to Ubuntu kind of things. Uh, or, you know, thinking of something, how you optimize, how you, how you redesign some of the parts, some parts of the application so that it will be more cost efficient. And then, you need to continuously monitor in terms of pinouts. So pinouts you cannot ignore uh, while migrating to cloud. The third thing I think uh, which is critical when you opt for cloud, you go with the infrastructure as a core, right? Because you know the idea is to build immutable environments. If you don't need a dev environment, you just simply destroy it. Tomorrow you need another five dev environments you build them again from scratch. So okay. it needs to be based on the pipelines and the pipelines for infrastructure as a core. And you run them, you have uh, environment ready. Another key thing which we have discussed in the previous uh, was, you know, session as well, uh, you know, you need to make allocation match the demand. The scalability should be built in for each of the applications. 
otherwise you know it's uh, moving to cloud will not be that beneficial if you don't leverage that uh, key strength of cloud then you need to automate and implement the devops practice when i say automate it's about uh, deploying your application through cicd platforms so you need to go with the devops practice and the users needs to understand how to deploy those pipelines and with that it comes that you need to train your staff for the future mode of operation moving to cloud helps you know somewhat change how you monitor or support your applications today so in order to leverage uh, the key strength of cloud you need to train your staff while moving to cloud as well and then you leverage the cloud native uh, features like serverless uh, and all other things right that's interesting shaitan so you, you have rightly pointed out security plays a key role of course and uh, you have mentioned about uh, the devops implementing devops uh, that goes hand in hand with ci cd principles and cloud cost optimization bringing finops into the organization definitely plays a significant role you know that's what amadeus's entire business uh, is about and uh, we always insist that our clients uh, you spend a lot on cloud but spend right on cloud make sure you are spending right all right so uh, chetan you are a telecom domain expert uh, you have served most of your uh, work experience in the domain so what do you see as the future developments in cloud technology that are relevant to telecom sector sure uh, yes indu uh, so basically i have been working in and around telecom for last 18 years uh, in that way i have a good understanding of the domain as well what i see today uh, with the launch of 5g and 6g and beyond going forward it's not only going to be about uh, speed of data it's about how you're going to consume the data right let's imagine one scenario people okay. have been watching ipl matches uh, on their mobile devices and you know even on big screens and all but okay. you know let's imagine if they can choose a preferred angle if mm-hmm. someone is a fan of a particular player player okay focus you just want to focus there on that particular bowler or a batsman or or if you want to choose a wide angle shot so the moment these kind of services you know these things will be available i'm not sure if uh, we have an app like that or a solution like that uh, that will uh, you know that will make it much more interactive and that will be the next level of telecom secondly around cloud what i can say that we have been talking about iot devices for so many years but with this 5g launch now practically we can implement lot of iot solutions and with cloud we need to have this edge computing will also come in play now we can you know the processing can be done at edge location rather than moving it to the cloud data where uh, cloud servers and that will also enhance the performance of so that with the telecom domain is uh, I, i see a lot of uh, new innovations coming in that domain yeah. that's great that's great to know chetan you have again hit on the top of the nail like technology is not going to stop anywhere no matter how strongly we protest it's going to evolve even in the coming days faster than we think it it can 
All right. So we have almost come to the end of the session, Chetan, but I don't think this episode will be complete if I must asking about your book, Mastering Cloud Native Microservices, uh, so which is adoring your table right now. So please share us a few words about the book. Uh, well, uh, this book uh, is basically designed in a way that you know, it will be beneficial for, for someone who is starting on the cloud journey. Uh, to a very advanced level. If you are an architect or a, or a solution expert, or if you are working in a pre-sales team, you need to design or stitch some solution, it's still useful. Uh, the way it has been designed is a practitioner view. Uh, there are a lot of industry best practices and examples. Uh, there are many of the short case studies, uh, what we have referred in this book. And then there are a lot of, uh, you know, uh, designs, uh, you know, scenarios, how, how to implement those things being covered so i hope it, this will help uh, and what i can say about the books is uh, basically they will give you a guiding lines uh, you know okay. from where to start and what next to go about it whether this book or for that matter any other book so i hope it, this will help uh, our readers definitely chetan listeners you have heard that go grab your book right now at amazon it's not just a book filled with theories and possibilities uh, it's a complete playbook suitable for all the cloud practitioners or let it be the business development people or the cloud uh, architects it's going to help anyone for that matter so the book is available at Amazon. Go get it right now. And if you want to reach out to Chetan, he is available on LinkedIn. He had been sweet enough to accept uh, when I requested uh, uh, to be one of our guests uh, for the podcast. I cannot thank you enough for your valuable time, Chetan, despite your spam business trips, interviews, back-to-back meetings and deliverables. Uh, you were so humble to offer me time. So when I asked for an episode, thank you so much. So what do you think about Cloud Tech Talks, Chetan? Definitely, it's a pleasure talking to you. And uh, this platform is a great thing, right? Uh, it helps people share their knowledge and experiences. And uh, this will help overall community, right? That uh, tech community will get benefited from this. Uh, we always need people, you know, to learn from other experiences and how to progress further. Uh, it's a great platform, you know. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, you know, I'm happy to share my experiences here. That's great. So with this, we close the session for today. Listeners, do write your cloud challenges to info at the rate of amadisglobal.com. We'll bring a cloud expert to delve into that in the upcoming episodes. Don't forget to subscribe to Cloud Tech Talks. We are streaming live on all popular podcast platforms. For recent episode notifications, go and subscribe it right now. Till we catch up in the next episode, enjoy your cloud journey. Take care. Bye.